Sounds like me. These are cool. How much are these? Uh, what is uh the chair or no, the the, <laughs> the the actual arm? Yeah, it was like fifteen bucks on Amazon, I think. No shit. We're uh we're live, by the way. We're recording. Oh really? I know. You got that red light going. Nice. I was uh, tapping the thing and everything, making noises. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Farting real quick. Gonna end up right in the pot. <laughs> so you just jump into it, huh? This is his audio verite. What's this called again? The madness continues. This that's the name of the podcast. Yeah. All right. Cool. So there's no like. And we're back. The madness continues. And we're back, and the madness continues. Bobby, this is your host, Wild Brendan Lemon. Like <laughs> we have Jeff in the studio. We got the animal, Jeff Arcuri, right here. Hello, thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Today. You have a, you have your. It's funny because Arcuri is Italian. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's an Italian name. It is, but it's funny because it doesn't strike me as an Italian name. But once I started doing an Italian accent, I wanted to say your your name. More than like anything, I wanted to be like Arcuri. Arcuri. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. I have a bit about. I'm not gonna do a bit, but I have a bit about how like an old Italian man told me I was pronouncing my name wrong. So yeah, like, it's Arcuri, and he's like, it's Arcuri, and I'm like, okay, Jesus. <laughs> That's too intense of a last name. Arcuri. Are you yours? yours like is Brendan Lemon. Lemon. Yeah, we oui, Brendan Lemon. Is it French? It's actually, it's not. It's not my grand. My grandfather did a whole bunch of. Re- I come from the kind of family that has like all the like back the history and like the background and like my yeah. grandfather did all this research because he wishes that we were french he really really does really? yeah he really does <laughs> uh, but it's not french it's actually a very old 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 english last name and it means leoman which means beloved man in the in old english like oh like really a thousand years ago that's what it meant my name stems from uh, I was looking up the like our crest or whatever. Yeah, and it's uh, it represents like hairy bear is what it means. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I looked that up. I'm like, cool. Just didn't need to know that. But I have a family has all back hair in my runs in my family. What is it? It's a hairy bear. A hairy bear. That's very. I Arcuri sounds like a Bond villain. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's. <laughs> But my, that's the honestly, it's like we're teetering into my bit a little bit. Oh, that. is that really? How, is that like, what I the bit is? I can't be James Bond because my first name sucks. <laughs> I can't have a cool last name and then a stupid first name. Like I would be like the exact opposite of James Bond, where I'd be like the name's Arcuri, Jeffrey Arcuri. You know, like it doesn't work as well. Stupid bit. I can't. You can't do anything with the last name Lemon. You can't. You can't. I can't do anything. Liz Lemon is the one character that is a lemon on any media anywhere. Yeah. And like that's and that's it. And the whole point is that it's a goofy last name. It's kind of a cool last name because it's also an object, you know. I guess that's true. I like can't you can't like I can't you can't go to the store and pick up some Mercuries. <laughs> that's know? true. I'm gonna get some lemons. I used to do. I had two jokes. Uh, one when I first started doing comedy when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I had this joke where I was like, uh, um, I says having the last name Lemons kind of weird because it it really precludes me from being able to pursue my first career option which is owning a used car lot that's what you ah. wanted to, oh jeez, louise <laughs> i know yeah so we'll just get all our bad bits out in the air <laughs> yeah you can then... see why that didn't last long <laughs> oh man I, I open with that these days oh yeah <laughs> god <laughs> oh, that got what me if we just what if this is the episode we both kill ourselves <laughs> how much easier would that be just i feel like the that's the, the world. beginning of the every one of my episodes i'm wondering if i'm even gonna make it <laughs> the next one <laughs> <laughs> How just, many do you have? You have a bunch of these out? 
Yeah, man, we've got I've got all kinds going. I I don't know what number this is, but it's into the sixties, I think, or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, and it's uh, we've had all kinds of people on the show too. I've had it's not just comics. I do obviously I do a lot of comics, but like we've had on I've had philosophers on here. Some I've had an economist on here. Um, a lot of porn stars on the pod actually, which has been kind of cool. Chanel Preston, you know who that is? Who's that? Is that a porn star? Yeah. Oh, Chanel okay, Preston. dude. Uh, like the name like, sounds familiar, yeah. but isn't that first like one of the weirdest things in the world? Yeah. Like is when you hear a name, like a porn star name, and you're like, why do I know that? Yeah, and you're how like, do I oh, know that person? Yeah, because I've oh, only wait. seen it in text. Oh, that's right. That's the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> <I've> is, <laughs> when I said a porn star's name out loud for the first time, I'm like, God, oh, that feels gross to yeah. say the name. I've it's only weird. read it. They're all the most, and they, they're just the, mo- they're the most vapid names, yeah. I have to admit. And they're none of their real names, which is, I mean, totally makes sense, but <laughs> it's so, yeah. Oh, I was just remembering, you know Marty DeRosa? Yeah. We and him were, we'd always have this bit about, uh, <laughs> there was like the the blacked porn videos. Yeah. But they'd always start the same way, like, it'd always be a girl being like, for as long as I can remember, <laughs> my dad's friend Steve would come over, and I always thought he was attractive. Yeah. And it was like this little narration of this. Yeah, girl. yeah. But the- they always start as like, for as long as I can remember, it always. <laughs> so he would always just go into that voice all the time, and it'd be like, it. it yeah, God, it was so funny. They are. They are. They're, they're all that inner monologue because it's supposed to be. Because that's the thing now. But all they're the- not trained. No. They're not voice actors. They're no. trained voice actors. They're not actors. Acting they're not actresses. The one, I will say this, when Chanel Preston was on the pod, I sh- I think that woman is actually an actress. I, don't, I can't picture who she, what she looks like, but uh, <laughs> I just winked at him. But I honestly don't. I, I, the name sounds familiar, but that's it. But just today, Jocelyn Jocelyn James <laughs> agreed to do the pod. Uh, so that's kind of cool. She's Who's a, that? Jocelyn James. Another porn star? Dude, she had an affair with a uh, fucking... Um, uh, golfer, the famous golfer, uh, Tiger Woods. She's the girl who you couldn't think of Tiger who, Woods. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. This was, <laughs> what the? Hell? I've never. Nobody's ever forgotten his name. Who's that famous black golfer? <laughs> Which one? I mean, Tiger. No, like, Mike Michael Strahan. That's oh, right. Yeah, no. his first name is Tiger, and you're like, it's something with a T. I forget. He's like the cereal box character. <laughs> yeah, What's his yeah. name? That's how that's that's Tony the Woods man. What is it? That's the biggest fear is that that as I'm getting older, dude, not to like I not to build this into a bit, but like as I'm getting older, I feel I'm that's happening so much more. And I'm only like in my early 30s. Like, but oh, we're just like, what's what's that? What thing the fuck that? is yeah. the thing that I just Your did? Brain ran out of space, man. Yeah, that's what it's happening to. It's happening a lot. I don't smoke any weed either, man. Really? Can you imagine how bad this would be if I was hitting that? This isn't weed. I'm not. <laughs> Is that what you're getting no, at? I did. I mean, you said hitting that. the weed. Oh, I didn't mean that. that. Yeah, see, I didn't you, mean the jewel in your hand. You do sound like an old man. <laughs> that you're like, could you imagine if I was hitting that? <laughs> that sweet dank you kids are doing. <laughs> this is exactly, dude. This is the razzing that I get from all of, all of, all the rest of the comics, man. They're How all old just, are you? I'm 33. You oh, okay. Yeah, you're in the. I feel like I present like I'm easily 45. No. Well, your, your face is insane. No, I look young, but yeah. I just, if somebody just listened, like if I wrote, just transcribed the things that I said, people would be like, is this guy about to retire? <laughs> like, what is he referring to? This, you young kids. What the fuck are they? Email speak all the time. Just, yeah, I work in an office with people. The average age is like everybody's in their 50s. Really? Yeah, and I can't stand it. 
That's that's the whole. Oh, the, that'll rub off on you. Man, oh, but it's sure. it's killed. It's absolutely ki- whatever comedy career I had beforehand. It's destroyed that. That's why I hang out with teens. Yeah, bro. So I can stay current. <laughs> they rub off on me. I rub off on them. <laughs> that's uh, that was just I said that to somebody last night. They're like, "How's the jewel for you?" I'm like, honestly, the hardest part is like finding high school bathrooms to smoke it in. Like, that's the hardest part of it. <laughs> Because that's the only way. That's a verb now, jeweling. I hate that. People always go, oh, what are you, a teenager? It's like, this was made for me, for the quitters. <laughs> this is not made for- people that quit wanted to stop smoking real cigarettes. Oh, fuck, dude. I went to a, I did a comedy at a, a house music show mm-hmm. um, some weeks ago. And uh, it was me, Mike Robinson, and uh, and uh, Jarrell Scott Barnes. We're all doing comedy at the show. So we're the three comics. There's this band that's playing this like really popular band in Chicago. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on in the music scene in Chicago. But I do this show. All the whole party are all 19 and 20 year olds. And they're all doing the same things. They're not talking to anyone. And they're all jeweling and taking selfies by like whatever thing they can find that's cute. And they're like posing as they're like, you know, fucking vaping and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a whole party. And every time you try to talk to one of them, they'd be like, and then like just go back to talking to their friends. I never really, I wish I would have gotten more into the music in chicago before i left like a you lot can't more do bands. anything if you're into chicago if you're into comedy in chicago you have no other life well in terms of like night nightlife yeah that's mostly what you do is like i was uh, seeing somebody in new york and i was like she's like what are you doing tonight uh you don't have any shows and i'm like oh i'm gonna just go to a, a show, show. <laughs> and she's like so <laughs> when you don't do comedy you watch comedy and like i was like yeah and she's like huh and i'm like is that bad? Like, is this? <laughs> I'm letting it consume my life. I do take nights off. Do you for understand? Sure. Like, like you, that. If you described it to a psychologist, they'd be like, "You're an addict." Yeah, but I don't know though. I think it's also. I think it's you know you you just gotta bury yourself in what you want. I don't know. I justify it. There's times I don't. I don't want to, but I'm like, this is better for me if I go to a show. Really? Because then sometimes you get thrown up. Sometimes you yeah. You, know, you just meet people. Yeah. And, and yeah. Half out. the job is just networking, talking Especially, to people. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Honestly, it's just being there, being seen and shit. Yeah. It sucks. Being around, just doing, being present, having a presence, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I oh, feel yeah. like it's, I feel like you got to be embedded. I was telling this to my girlfriend uh, recently where it's like, I, I feel like this, uh, I complain about this about all the time, but like this day job like was fucking killing me in the last year. It's really, it's a long story, but uh, I feel like I'm not embedded. And she was like, what does that mean? And I'm like, it, like I have to be, like you got to see Apocalypse Now. Where like they go up the river, you know what I mean? Like that's what I want to so be. So you have, so you have to, you have to see Apocalypse Now to understand your life as a comedian in yes. Chicago. <laughs> yes. Okay. Honestly, the same with me. <laughs> if you haven't seen Titanic, you don't know my struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you just, it's like fight, an Apocalypse fighting now. to stay above water. <laughs> like this is the, the whole, that's your the Jeff R. Curry yeah, story. <laughs> honestly, yeah. And at the end, I throw my set into the ocean. <laughs> Crumple it up. <laughs> you just toss it in there like that, like the the jewel of the ocean or whatever that yeah. thing is. I'm st- I'm old as fuck, still trying to get on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you got on TV though twice. Uh, twice. Yeah. Well, you're on Road to Roast Battle, right? Yes, I did. I had a nice little seven second stint on that show. That was pretty good. Uh, that was hot though. They wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, they wanted they they wanted more our curry. 
Who's this? Who's they? The, the America. The people? <laughs> oh, you're saying that they saw me on that and like seven seconds was enough. Let's give this guy five minutes. Let's give him five minutes. Oh, God. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I've, I've done that. And then I did the, the old laughs on Fox five yeah. years ago. Oh, shit. Did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I had a few clips on that. Too. That's yeah. pretty cool. That was, uh, yeah, it became one of those things that once everybody did it, it became no longer special. Uh, like how well, specials have become. Uh, yeah. Right. Because that's what they were saying. I was thinking I was listening to a podcast about it. They're like... Specials aren't special anymore because yeah. everybody gets one. Realistically, there should be like there should be five people putting out specials. Ugh, like total. I don't know. Everything else should just be smaller form. Eh, maybe. I just don't. I I dude. I love I love stand up comedy so much. Yeah, I, I don't have, know why you limited. Finished. Oh, a, a special. Lot of specials I've watched. Yeah, that's true. Um, and like if you listen to like what Andrew Schultz is doing right now, you know who that is. Yeah, of course. Uh, that dude's blowing up. Yeah, because he finally just decided to do it himself mm. and like put his shit on the internet and be like i'm gonna put little clips up and then people can watch it at their own pace yep and then he found out a lot of people were watching it like for two hours and it was like oh yeah you got a lot of his material out as opposed to if i go hey you, here's 45 minutes of someone talking sit down and watch it watch the whole thing with the with somebody on tv as opposed to like on your phone yep. or whatever it's it's a nightmare yeah it's true it's just it sucks i i, I can't do it this is a little inside baseball but that's a jonathan katzenberg that's his big He's betting the farm on Quibi, which is like little clips. It's only you can only do it on your phone or on a, a tablet. Quibi, Quibi, Q U I B I. Is it a stand-up comedy app? No, it's a um, it's a it's an entire platform. It's a a, a video on demand. It's an entire um, S VOD platform that is just uh, short form for phones and for tablets. That's the whole thing. Short. What's short form? Short form is like less than ten minutes. So that's what they consider short form. Yeah, uh, is it? Can you monetize it? Yeah, that's his whole idea. Is he's so it's like? A, is it not out yet? It's not out yet. And uh, <laughs> this is uh, th- the only reason I know this is because that show that we were that we were at NYTVF for is like they're t- they're they're Quibi is considering picking it up and doing that show. But the whole thing is because it's exactly like Andrew Schultz just described. It's like, or the way that you put it is, it's these small bits that you could have a whole show that's like a sixty minute show, but if you chop it up into the most interesting six and eight minute parts mm-hmm. and you can just run all of them and watch all of them, but you can only watch, you might want to only watch one of them really? or something like that. Yeah. And so that's the whole idea is it's going to be like Netflix, except for like small things on your phone. It costs like, and he, he wants to charge like a dollar a month or like some low amount of money for it where you're like, yeah, whatever. I'll just, yeah, it's ad free. Fuck, it's better than me sitting and watching a th- 30 second YouTube ad to watch this thing. And then, watch the next clip or whatever so that's what he's trying to bet the um, his next jonathan kazenberg's next big play who is that do i know who that is he's a big uh producer in la like, oh, okay for some reason i thought it was like a local comic and no. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah you know jonathan kazenberg <laughs> yeah. yeah dude just yeah. the milwaukee uh, just got back comedy festival laugh factory yeah so, like he's working on this <laughs> he just got back from the san diego comedy festival <laughs> <laughs> you know jonathan kazenberg oh man no, yeah, but that's like the whole thing. It's like so. Andrew Schultz is right about that. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, dude, it's because that's where a lot of the, the generations are moving to. Like, I want to watch it at my own pace for free on my phone or like on my computer because nobody's really. I mean, nobody's really watching TV together anymore. That's true. You know, a lot of people are either watching it on their commutes or like yep. doing their their episodes whenever they can or binging them and stuff. But like, I don't know. I think it's everyone's moving away from. So I think two things are gonna happen. Uh, the first is that I think Facebook's already trying this out. This uh, watching viewing parties, 
I think that Facebook's trying to get oh, a, like a chat while you watch. Yes, there's. Ugh. I don't think it's going to work either. That's not going to work. But the attempt that they're making is to try to create a community of people watching something because you used to watch something with others, and that doesn't happen anymore. The only time that happens in, is in sports because it's live, and you yeah. have to watch it somewhere. Right. Right. So the that's why sporting uh. events are like the highest. Like people like like if you look at how much money is spent in advertising, the highest percentage of it goes towards sporting events because people have to watch live. You can't not... If you want to watch it, you cannot... And you're getting a guarantee that people are... Yeah, that's... I mean... You got to stay tuned during the commercials. You have to. So the flip side of that, then, is I think that what's going to start happening is that a lot more live-streamed shit is going to start coming out. Like you're gonna have to, it's gonna happen live, and it's and you're gonna have to watch it be now. Out. So you're gonna yeah. say like, there's gonna be an episode like a Game of Thrones. Well, it's gonna be out done by then. But let's say like, oh, the uh, the finale of Game of Thrones is only on once. Yes, like that would be what that would be like. Yeah. So here's wow, that's, a, that's a good idea. I think it's true because here's here's why, and it's especially true with current events or things that have like uh, expiration dates, like because, for example, like the Chicago mayoral race, that was ext- that was so fucking interesting. But it's like it's done now. So like if anybody had released episodes of something about the Chicago mayoral race and did it at the same time or did it live and then it was done, you would they would have had all of Chicago tuning in. Yeah. It, as long as it's available on the Internet and shit, too, because a lot of these things are just people watch like clips of it. Like I didn't watch most of the Super Bowl commercials until the next day. Yeah, right. Because it was like everyone was ch- like talking a lot during yeah. the commercials and shit, the party I was at. And I was like moving between parties and stuff. So yep. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the highlights tomorrow. Yeah. And YouTube. see, but this is like the Game of Thrones thing that you just men- mentioned mm-hmm. is a good point. Is it's like if they had played, if they played every episode of Game of Thrones only once and then they were like, we're going to play it live through some end to end streaming, whatever, you're not going to get it again. Somehow they could guarantee that with uh, you know or technology. at least maybe like a delay like a dvd delay type of thing where it's yeah. like three months and then it, then you can watch it yeah. like again people but, people would be glued to the screen people would be yeah. falling over themselves the advertisements for to that watch. would be insane like well they, they obviously are home box office they're not why did i just <laughs> uninitialize that uh <laughs> you know hbo home box office uh the, that, I mean, no you're in the, but you know, you're in the biz. We oh get, yeah, we yeah. get it. I, I listen. Federal <laughs> Bureau of Investigation is the only way I say it. You know the I difference mean, to acronym and initialism? <laughs> what? You know, there's a difference. No, what? I've is been it? like, I've been fixing myself with saying that shit. Initialism, initialism is when it's an initials, uh, but it can't be pronounced that way. And an acronym is when it's initials, but it also is pronounced. Okay, For so example, NASA. Like, yeah, NASA that's is an acronym. acronym. Yeah, FBI, FBI is, is initialism. initialism. Wow, I've never even heard that word. Initialism. Yeah, that's a you know what sounds smart. Do you got an English degree? Because I could believe you have one. No, no, I do not. I just think just a word guy. (laughs) Just a dude who loves words. Throw me a word. Uh, uh, anti disestablishmentarianism. Pretty good one. That's the longest word in the English language. Try another one. Throw another one out there. Uh, popular. Not bad. See, (laughs) word guy. (laughs) Love me, love me some words. (laughs) This whole bit was you just appreciating words that I was. Yeah, man. All words when they're they, when they're sitting there by themselves, I'll just I'll just look at a word. Sometimes I get caught up in books all the time, just staring, not yeah. even retaining any of the information, not even reading. I'm just like, really, look at all these babies, these sweet little babies. That's that must be book. actually sounds like a handicap. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to read, but I do like words. <laughs> I love, but I, I love just, words. Like a, like a lowercase g. It's, it's a What's your favorite letter? letter if you have one? My favorite letter. Yeah. Hmm. That's a. 
Well, I don't I was, know if that's a good question or the worst question I've ever been asked, but <laughs> I, I like would, to, that's how I like to throw them, throw these balls at the uh, on the on the madness continues. I, pod. I would say I think either Q or X. Ooh, those are good answers. Q because it's it's awesome looking. Yeah, it's great. a word in itself. The circle with the line through it and the of the uppercase Q. Yeah, great that's, symbol. That's the yeah. That's it a looks good cool. One. I also oh, Q and X. X is because it has so much meaning behind X. Yeah, you throw an X on something, it's like uh, now, now you got to now you got to dig there. Yeah, yeah, now unzip, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's been three X's in a row. Now we're talking. Have you ever been flapped? Are you ever flappable? You're unflappable. Have you ever been on a pod or any on stage and throw somebody's throwing you a curveball, Jeff? That they, that you you're like, okay, I don't know what to do with this. Have I ever have I ever been flapped? <laughs> I don't, is that what you say? Yeah. Unflappable is a fun word. I like that one. Uh, where, yeah, I've been, I've for sure been like, felt like an idiot, you know? Yeah, I mean. Oh, like, God, last night, I got so pissed off, man. Um, I was at Comedy Bar last night. Yeah. Two shows. And there's this couple, to the, there's this, this one guy was wooing at everything. Oh, God like, damn like, it. Oh, this is, so I'm from Michigan. Woo. You from there? No. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. And then I kept them like, anybody have a fetish? And uh, so he goes, woo. And I go, oh, what's your fetish? And he's like, what? And I'm like, did you not hear me? Like, what the heck? You're so <laughs> annoying right now. He's like, well, what? What do you mean? And I'm like, well, what's your fetish? He's like, hold on. Let me see. I got to go. Let me put sunglasses on. I go, what are you? You're putting sunglasses. He goes, yeah, yeah. And he puts sunglasses on. I go, do you think that's funny? What are you doing right now? <laughs> I was so mad. And then the lady next to him goes, uh, in the other table goes, we had an aha moment. What? Go, yeah. So I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck does that you mean? Said, you, I, I thought you said like IHOP or something. I'm like, we go to what? And she goes, we had an aha moment. And I'm like, I don't know what the words are. She goes, we had an aha moment. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't want to hear it. You guys suck so much. I don't like how <laughs> you communicate with me. This whole thing. What is this? And I hated it. So I was like making fun of them. Yeah. And I kept calling them like, just making fun of them. And uh, then it was, they hated me from that. The, those three people. Yeah. And they were sitting close to the stage. So they were like talking and they were eating really loud. Oh, God damn and it. like, ooh, give me another piece of this. Like looking at me, like not laughing. And I'm like, oh, you're doing this. And I, that's when I called them out. I was like, oh, you guys being loud and disruptive because I made fun of you and you feel stupid <laughs> now. So now you're taking it out on me. Like despite me, you're not going to watch my show. You could just leave <laughs> if you want to. And then that was like the first show. And then the same show, this lady was also wooing at everything. And I go, I'm 31. And she goes, woo. And I go, oh, are you 31? She goes, move on. And I go, what the, what? You just called my what attention. What the fuck? You just raised your hand verbally, you know? And then I asked you <laughs> a question and she goes, I'm 33. And I go, oh, okay. So you remember how, what it was like to be this young or something. Like I was just making a joke. <laughs> and she's like, you're being mean to me. And she was like, obviously drunk. And then she kept like yelling shit out. So then they had to talk to her. And then I go downstairs. Yeah. In between shows, there's an open mic. At yeah, the comedy the, bar, on the B stage. At the B stage. So I just ran down there to go watch a couple comics, and I'm like, oh, it's like a full room. I'm going to go run some shit I didn't try upstairs yet. Yep. So I went over to the host, and I'm like, can I just pop on really quick? And he's like, of course. Who's hosting? Just out of curiosity. Um, St. James. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I go up, and <laughs> as I'm walking, he's like, oh, he's just going to try some stuff out for you guys. He's headlining upstairs if you want to see him. And as I, uh, as I'm going up, I hear this lady, uh, she goes, woo! And I'm like, no. No fucking look. way. She's sitting in by, at the bar, and she's wasted. And she's like, remember me? <laughs> and like threw her hands in the air. Like I was like, oh my God, you're a witch. Like How do you... You're following <laughs> you, my whole life. You're, you're on my go. flight home. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to stab you. You're going to go to sleep, and she's going to yeah. be in your dreams. <laughs> woo! 
gonna wake up in the middle of the night and look in the mirror and she's staring yeah. back at you. God, that was <laughs> that was scary. Jesus, man, I don't get that. One of the things that I don't understand, I you know, in, in all the comedy shows I've done or been to, one of the things I don't understand is how there's this weird dynamic that only happens for live comedy. It happens for all like no other live event mm-hmm. I can ever think of. But it's just for live comedy where people in the audience want to, like, fight the comic on stage. Yeah. Like, they get in this weird, like, you're not great. And then you get hit with all the same tropes from them afterwards. Yeah. They do, uh, I've gotten this one before. Well, if they're a comedian, because I, like, I've kicked somebody out of our show in New York, our beauty bar show. Yeah. And she was like, well, if you're a comedian, you should know how to handle it. And he's like, you should know how to do it. Like, no. You know what? Sure. If that comedian was 15 years in. And was quicker on their feet. They would have maybe handled you yeah. a little bit better. And yeah. they would have been not as upset or they wouldn't have made fun of you or they would have made it more funny or something like that. But that's not up to them to handle a piece of shit like you. Yeah. Like it's not you are wrong. Yeah. You know? And they always go, ninety percent of hecklers aren't saying something mean. They're not booing you. Yeah. People often think that heckling is is antagonizing the comic, but nine times out of ten, it is them thinking they're helping the show. Yeah, they're just talking. Like, I was just... helping him. No, you weren't. Yeah. Why do you think out of the 115 people in this room that you're the one that should help yeah. the comedian? What if everyone thought that? It would yeah. just be everyone talking at the same time. It's so weird, man. And the, like, that, that logic of, like, I'm helping the show, or, like, you're, or you're, like... You should be able to handle this. You're like, that's exactly why you walk into a dojo and immediately start fighting the sensei. Like, yeah. like if you're a martial artist, you should be able to handle all these punches. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it, fucking so weird. That's the one thing that I'll always, uh, I'll always try and do is, um, if somebody does like talk or you know keep yelling out, is you know you make a joke about it and then you can like move on, but you can eventually you just have to be like, listen, you, um. I'll talk to you. I'll be like, I'll give you the attention you obviously desire right now because you need attention. Like that always makes them feel stupid. Yep. To be like, okay, shit. Well, no, I don't need attention. Like, and then they'll quiet down. But sometimes I'll just be like, listen, like, dude, you're you're not special. Oh yeah. Nobody in this room is special except me. <laughs> and I just like I, if the comic on stage is the only person that's special. In the I have a room. microphone. Like exactly. I'm the, I I'm have the lights on right me. Now. I am on a stage. I have the conch. You listen to me. Yeah. And the fact, yeah, the fact that some people think that like, oh, I should be the person. I should be the one that like helps him. That's why they, there's like an article I read about uh, on Laughspin about heckler videos are, are ruining live comedy. Oh, man. But because it's teaching people that like, oh, Yo, yeah, that, that's now it's a thing. It's yeah. like a thing. You can be on the internet as the guy that says, you know, said something stupid to a comedian. It's oh, like, God damn that, I also don't think that's true. I don't think people are watching these videos and going, I'm going to do that. Yeah. No, I don't think anybody does it. But Most I think people that- are mortified of being talked to during yeah the but they want to like i think that in this there's something about like i want to be part of this and you're like you are part of it you're the part that sits down and shuts the fuck up yeah until i until i make you laugh it sucks though because the squeaky wheel does get the grease it's yeah so the person that does yell shit out will off i'll often talk to them just to shut them up yeah and the people that maybe want attention but also are being well behaved they'll i'll never talk to them yeah i usually uh, just i judge my i judge my crowd work based on faces yeah like how people are <laughs> looking at you how people look at me yeah yeah yep. yeah if somebody like i've seen people like grimace at me during a show oh, about man. a couple jokes i'm like oh i'm the, never going to talk to that person you know they had a friendly face i've yeah. seen how they react to like some of my jokes or something and yeah. i'm like i can't but then there's people that like 
oh man, just the, the drunk ones. Once you realize somebody's drunk, you're like, oh god, this is gonna suck as a conversation. Dude, it's just like and things like bachelorette parties and just like yeah, you've had these in. I'm sure that's the for the host. I think the host's job is just to get the all that out of the way, get them their attention, yep. and then just make sure they just moving they can't on. Talk. And you're really doing it. I feel like when you're that's a that's a thing that people who don't do comedy don't understand is that when you're hosting a show, you actually are doing work. Like you it's are so much work. You are you're, you're working this room. You're you're rallying the troops. You're herding the cats. Like yeah, all this maintaining shit. Maintaining affability the whole time. The entire time. Yeah, that's it, the worst part. It's I mean it's I that's what I was how I'm seeing it. Zanies for a couple of years, and that was like that trained me so well. To that's kind of that's how I kind of got to know you. Is I was doing a lot of uh, I was doing a lot of Rosemont. Um, and that, and you were always the, you were like Cindy's guy. Like she, yeah. she would put you up and like, have, do you talk to her anymore now that she's yeah. over it? She's in, uh, I'm doing Brad Garrett's in May. Shit. Is that the yeah. first time you're doing Brad Garrett's? Yeah. That's awesome, man. It's going to be fun. I'm probably going to lose my mind. I'm trying to get this girl I'm seeing to come with me. Brad I'm gonna, Garrett. I'm going to try and marry her while I'm there. Dude, are you <laughs> kidding? She's <laughs> right in Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to lock her down, dude. You heard it here first. Yeah, yeah, dude. I swear She's to God. She's a nurse practitioner, man. You yeah. better put a fucking... Yeah. It's funny because I I was uh, I went out and did uh, the World Series of Comedy mm-hmm. uh, satellite in St. Charles, uh, the Zanies. Yeah. And I drove out there with Brad Kaufman. You probably don't... I don't know if you know him, but... He's just a local Chicago comic. I know Brad. Oh, Wait, do you? Brad Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's got the he's got a, the, the like a big mouth. Yes. Actually, he does. Have, he does have <laughs> Is that big mouth oh, Brad? God, I'm yeah. Sorry. yeah. Big oh, mouth BBB Brad. or BMB. <laughs> BMB uh, man. He. Uh, I don't know why I thought of that. I think because I just saw his pictures of his wedding. You know, wedding recently. That's exactly it. Okay, cool. And so we were talking about that on the drive out why there. Why did I just say? Why did I say that? Oh, the yeah. guy just got married. Instead, I'm like big mouth. Big mouth Brad. Jesus. No, I'm sorry, he, Brad. He's uh, he's he's a great he's a great dude to hang out with, and uh, the, easily the best part of. The World Series of Comedy was the drive to and back with Brad in the car. That was hilarious. Really? Yeah, he was just it was just a blast. World Series of Comedy they do a they do a really good job. They do a great show, but it's like so structured and strange that it's like by the time the show gets going, the audience is like not like the whole thing is just there's a lot of to do. Yeah. And as a comedy show, like having this many moving pieces early is like the audience doesn't know what to do yet. Yeah. And so by the that's time that's how I, me and Sheen got in with uh, Zanies. Really? We did the World Series of Comedy at uh, Rosemont. Yeah, you did. So you know what I'm talking ago. about. Yeah, yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. And then she was like, we got to the finals, me, him, and me, Sheen, and uh, Michael Larimer. Oh, nice. And so we all had to do 20. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that was when she's like, oh, yeah, you guys can work. Oh, yeah. And you guys are good. So then we started working for her. Like, she gave us dates right at the end of it. We're like, oh, that's, that's awesome. what was worth it. I, didn't even, I was invited to go to Vegas. I'm like, I'm good. I've done like four. World Series of Comedies, and I've never made it past the first round. Really? Like, yeah, and I feel like... Do you think it's because you're not good at comedy, or what? (laughs) I mean, it's got to be, because (laughs) of that. that. It's probably 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 that reason. I think it's probably because I'm not good at comedy, and also not funny, so... That's a... That's pretty redundant. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good at comedy, but but I'm I'm very good at being funny. I'm hilarious. Yeah, I don't... I don't know what it is. I think each time I've done it, I've gone up early, and it's... and, And it really... And it kind of is partially the kiss of death in the sense that, like... The audience is cold as fuck, and like, I don't know. I think they like me though. Like the guys who run that, Joe Lowers and mm-hmm. uh, and Jason Rowland, they're great dudes, actually. Yeah, I also I, as somebody who, without a doubt, I have the curse of the first, and I can give you examples of it, just all the time. Yeah, it, it's literally like Big Sky the Comedy Festival. I went up every show I did. It would be drew numbers out of a hat. Yeah, I drew first up on every show. Oh wow! And then the finals. 
of that Big Sky Comedy Festival, I drew and I got I went first. That's the festival that got me Colbert. Yeah. And when I got to this on the way there, I told my buddy, I'm like, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> I guarantee I'm going first. I get there, and they're like, you're first, by the way. I'm like, of course, <laughs> I'm always first. I'm on every show, everything that matters to me. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go be the first guy. So you went. Hold on, but on Colbert, did you go first? First, the first, was the thing first that happened. Yeah. That is so that boy man that is interesting. Yeah, it sucked because well no it doesn't it didn't suck the whole experience was amazing and everyone was great but like the first the warm up was crowd work yeah and then it was okay now here's a guy talking you yeah know, here's somebody just talking to that explains so board. much about because I watched that clip and I'm like Jeff's doing great but I feel like the crowd is like kind of like ah like and yeah. that was. And you could t- it that, was definitely that makes not, so much sense that was now. Not, that was my fault. That's yeah. not on them at all. <laughs> I could have, <clears throat> I for sure could have been better. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be the crowd. They were into it. They were waiting for the good ones. But uh, I was, I was, I was throwing some B minus their way. I just the best. I've repeated it back to like everybody in my family that joke that you had where you're like uh, the difference between saying you're a bitch and you're being a bitch is there's no difference yeah yeah i have a super like my whole family is very matriarchal and i'm okay. i sent that to like everybody in the family because i was yeah. like this is so fucking funny yeah dude my sisters <laughs> used to like fucking own me dude like well, you grew were... up you're from you're from metro detroit also no i didn't grow up there i grew up on long island until i was like 15 really mm-hmm. i did not know that yeah. okay i thought you were from metro detroit area but your no, whole family honestly, moved, the, moved over lived there, there. Uh, so i was yeah 15 i moved to long island or to uh like Metro Detroit uh, when I was 15 years where, old and I was there till I was 22. Where in Long Island did you grow up? Colmack, Suffolk County. Okay, got it. Which is now, uh, I heard, overrun with all kinds of, uh, what, like Mexican Jews? gangs? <laughs> Jews? Yeah. It's no. riddled with them. <laughs> I was uh, going to say. Mexican gangs all over Colmack? Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. All over Suffolk County anyway. No shit. Yeah, it's thanks. A big, it's, it's half the island, so it could be a number of places. Oh, well, but I didn't there's know There's some bad areas of Long Island. Bad, but like there's some, you know worse areas of long island i guess there's wow. a lot of, like obviously rich yeah know, i mean the, stuff, totally so yeah. but that must have been insane moving from 15 to metro detroit at that time because you're yeah but it's it wasn't that bad if you've been to long island it's a suburb it's yeah. just everything's a little bit more dense yeah but you would have moved to detroit and and you moved to sterling heights right around that area macomb yeah okay, shelby okay. township yeah. sterling heights yeah. got it okay and that was probably 2003 mm-hmm. got it yeah, yeah. So that's when, uh, yeah, I moved there, and then I moved to Chicago when I was like 22. So like I spent seven years in Michigan. Yeah, it's but it's that's where my family lives, so that's like the home state for me. Got it. Um, and that's where I you know came of age, lost virginity and stuff. Nice. In a girl. Ah, uh-huh. hey. Hell yeah. One of the best places to do it. It really is. It well, you can try them all. Check out the Yelp reviews, man. Four and a half stars. Girls for yeah. f- vagina sex. Yeah, for for, for four and a half stars. Huh? Yeah, it'd be five, but. There's you know. that one asshole that throws a one star, and it's like you're just gay. I know, right? We get it. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, yeah, Chicago, and then now back to New York. So like, it's full circle. Yeah, I was someone was making fun of me because I was like, uh, I said something about like, oh, this train sucks at this time of day, and they're like, oh, really? How long have you lived here? And I'm like, like a year and a half, New York. But I'm like, but collectively, like 17 years. Yeah, so eat my day. I'm a New Yorker, asshole. Yeah, but I was never in the city. It was. Uh, did you do comedy in Detroit when you were? Did yeah, you start I out did there it for two and a half years? That's why I moved to Chicago. Got it was it. like it was fun there. I started doing feature work on the road, uh-huh. um, which is a heavy word for what it really was, which was just driving three hours to do twenty five minutes for a hundred bucks. Oh yeah, totally. Um, but I was glad I did because I got confident there. Uh, I got confidence. Yeah. I got. I learned how to pace myself and y- stuff. Yep. But boy, oh boy, 
just the amount of times I used to drive three hours and then eat it. Yeah. And just cry driving home. Going up like, to like what, Cold Harbor or uh, Saginaw. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I would drive like two hours to maybe get on an open mic and I wouldn't. And then I'd have to drive two hours back. And I'm Jesus. like, this sucks. I was I was just putting more work in and money in yeah. to something that I could be doing more frequently in Chicago. Oh, yeah. I wanted to move to a coast, but I was like, my family was like, don't go that far away that quickly. Yeah. And this was my version of college because I just did community college. Yeah. Where'd you go? Macomb, in Michigan, yeah. Macomb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to Macomb Community College, and then I hated it because my mom was like, <laughs> "Save money, get your credits, and then transfer to university." And I'm yeah. like, "All right, cool." Started doing it. I hated what I was doing. I was in like business and marketing and yeah. stuff. And then I just had a whole bunch of credits, and I dropped out, and I opened my own businesses. Really? It was uh, yeah, like cell phone stores and stuff. You opened cell phone stores. Yeah, you I opened was a partner cell phone with somebody store. else, but we—I was an equ- I was a sweat equity. Yeah, got partner, it. but I did have money invested. Yeah, dude, and then, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, we lost everything. Uh, great, I lost, I lost all my money. That's the greatest no lesson there is, man. I swear it was because wow. then I was like, I moved back in with my mom and dad, and I was like, oh god, what am I doing? I was like, tw- I was like twenty-two. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> and I was like twenty, yeah, twenty March two thousand ten. So, so this is like fascinating, Jeff, because I didn't know that about you, but that actually is, I have a similar kind of story. I did a, I bootstrapped a startup in, um, 2013 with some guys here in Chicago Okay, and it just died a hard death. Sure. Like about a year and a half later. Yeah. And I was like destitute. I had a bunch of money in it. I didn't, I wasn't making anything mm-hmm. like, and I ended up basically living out of my truck, living in Boulder, Colorado for a little while. And then had to drive back to and live in my parents' house in West Michigan before moving to Chicago in yeah. 2015. I think that's good to get that failure out of the way. Like to have you should have a big failure when you're in your early 20s when you're still yeah. hungry and able to bounce back with some. Oh yeah, elasticity. I should say. Well, like, mine was in my late 20s, but <laughs> but in my okay. 20s anyway. In your 20s, yeah. And you just need to get the failure because you don't want to you don't want to like realize what you're doing is wrong when you're 45. Well, yeah, like and it it, it was weird because it definitely taught me a lot of less a lot of lessons like i think it it taught me a lot about like what hard work actually equals and like how fucking hard real shit is yeah right and like it's just it it it, i mean the fact that my parents were and it actually made me super value my family because the fact that i they had the ability to like yeah we have a place for you to stay because i remember being like i remember driving back from boulder and i like started like weeping in my car because i was like i if i didn't have family i don't know where the fuck i would go right now like i wouldn't have anywhere to go and like it was so weird because I had a buddy who was a comedian in Boulder mm-hmm. who was actually homeless, and he had to like one night we were at an open mic, and he was like, "Hey man, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, but like I actually don't have anywhere to go tonight because uh, he's like I just found out like just now I lost my space at the shelter, and I'm actually homeless." And I was like, "Holy shit!" Fuck. So he stayed at my place. He ended up staying there for like weeks. And, uh, cause I was like, I can't, I mean, he, I knew him from like, I knew, I, I mean, like, we weren't like best buddies, but like I knew him from like, you know, the comedy scene. Yeah. And in good conscience, you can't be like, all right, well, good luck, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so he, it's weird cause he ended up totally bouncing back and like is, got married and like has a real job and all this kind of cool, it's great, you know, man. totally cool shit now. Success comes from, comes from failure. Yeah. You know? but like we have this perception in our culture that like failure is permanent. Or like who you, or whatever situation you're in now is permanent. Like I just, yeah. dude. Like we're hiring people at my day job, um, and the one of the hiring like recruiter guys like was dropping off resumes for me, and he's like, "Here's a bunch of resumes you need to take a look at." And then one of them, he was like, uh, "This guy, he's got like a you know three months where he was unemployed. I don't really think we should take a look at him." And I'm like, 
what the fuck? Like, that's going to explain his entire life for some reason. Yeah. Like, I was unemployed for a whole lot of time. Like, that's that's a, that's crazy. Like, that's sometimes annoying. people need to sort their own shit out, man. I Yeah, I had an interview for a day job when I moved here. And there was like two months where I just didn't interview. I just yeah. wanted to do a lot of comedy and shit. And yep. then I was like, oh, I'll do some interviews. And they're like, he moved, he's like, you moved here in November. And you're asking, you're looking for a job in January? And I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't need to do that right away. He's like, it's a weird gap. And I'm like, I also didn't work for three years prior to that. So I don't know what you're, <laughs> the fact that I've just been here. It was so weird. Dude, I think I think some of that, honestly, is a weird Chicago kind of psychology. And especially in the Chicago like world of business that's taking place. I don't know if that's, I don't know if it's outside of it, but I, I think it could be just that kind of bubble. There's a psychology that takes place in this city that I think is unique to this city. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, actually, I was so I say that because partially I wanted to bring it up to ask you: Do you think there's a psychological difference between S- Chicago and New York? Yeah, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Everyone's a lot nicer here. Are they really? Without a doubt, everyone is nicer. Yeah. Like, you learn in New York very quickly that it's the people take um, courtesy as weakness. Yeah. Like, if you're like, oh, after you, they're like, fuck you, and like they move past you, and then people will just walk over you, dude. Damn. It's it's insane. It's it's definitely like. Yeah, I've gotten in. I've gotten just like I got a woosah myself sometimes, where I've gotten into it with somebody before. I think the difference. So like when I was just from the time that I was in New York over like the last year, like um, through through trying to move out there and spending a lot of time there and stuff. The the difference is in Chicago, it feels like the city is trying to fuck you. Like it feels like the city is gonna find an opportunity to try to like the city, the government, like, like the, not even the state not the even the government? government necessarily, but like they're gonna tow your car, they're gonna like that's the that's the yeah I mean yeah, like that it's I've like, always felt here yeah it's like more the city. so than in New York is I felt like the city government is out to get because they also privatized a lot of the like the parking and all that shit it was yeah. like super shitty. Um, I do like the trains here; they're better than New York in terms of like consistency and shit. Yeah, so but, like, but I mean, like the difference is it feels like the city is trying to fuck you here. But in New York, it feels like pe- other people are trying to fuck you. Yeah, but then in the, every movie you see, they're like, of course we'll help out because we're New Yorkers. And then everyone like <laughs> Spider-Man and shit. Yeah. Go get him, Joey Diaz. Yeah. Go get him, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Because we're New Yorkers. Let's help out Spider-Man. Like, it's New like Yorkers band, never, band together. There's nobody ever starts singing the same song on a subway. People just People just get <laughs> mad at each other all the time. Oh, my God. That city is so. It just feels gen- genuinely like you're on your own. Like you're just. Yeah. Not, you're just. That's the whole. You're just. Wow. I really got to fight this entire city. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it, it's kind. It can be a nightmare. It's also one of the most interesting places I've ever lived in my life. Like, the, I see something crazy every single day. Yeah, which I believe is, like, that. Cool. Sometimes it's not. Like stepping in human shit is one of the worst feelings <laughs> in the entire world, and that's something that you won't usually experience in Nebraska. You know. <laughs> Like that's not like a Utah thing. Yeah, where that's, are people? Where are people shitting in Omaha? Stairs on the subway is the most uh, assholes. Because not only do you step in shit because you're not looking, but that's a slippery yeah. step. Then yeah, too. dude, that's danger. Depending on what they were eating, that's yeah. a fucking that's could, could kill somebody. I remember I was walking a girl home back to her hotel. She like came to a show. I don't know what we're explaining this. I was walking with a girl. Sure. And it was like late at night, and uh, there were just there was just a busy street. It was not busy at all. It was like 4 a.m. And this guy was just completely naked, standing on the street, just <laughs> fully jerking off. Like standing there, this huge, not fat. We're talking like a weightlifter dude. Yeah. With a great body and a yeah. huge dick. Just like 
cranking it completely naked, <laughs> standing there just staring at us as we're walking toward him. Like, let's not go that Maybe way at all. Maybe let's go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, I'm gonna fuck that guy. <laughs> he looks, he looks hot. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> just insane, man. This is like well, you were like you were like crashing on couches and stuff like this. You were hanging out for a, for a while in New York. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was moving because I just didn't have anywhere locked down for like a permanent lease. Yeah. Yet, and I was like looking for. Were you one. not? Are you in Brooklyn now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like like a, a lot bunch of, of comics, tons of comics. Yeah. Four other guys. Yeah, but, but it's two. We have two stories. So yeah. How's the beauty bar? How's the show at beauty bar? It's going well. Yeah. We're getting. Uh, we have. Uh, yeah. Me, Tim McLaughlin, Jeff Sheen, and Chris Daniels are all. Oh, was T- Tim's living in we New added York now? Tim, Tim McLaughlin. Oh, yeah, wow, he moved cool. there in August. So yeah. he, we, me and him ha, live in a basement together. Oh, uh, so we have our own bathroom and shit. But it's like, it's a basement. You know, it's not like we have carpeted. It's nice. not finished or anything. But you and Tim and Jeff and who else? Uh, no, I don't live with Jeff. Oh, oh for sorry. for the show, it's me, Tim, Jeff Sheen, and Chris Daniels. Got it. Okay. Uh, it's a show that's been going on there for like fifteen years. It yeah. was like with like Jesse Pop and all them. And Damn, like, that's cool. Yeah, and so it's just been passed down and passed down. And, like like uh, Coles, like a like yeah. a little bit like. A legacy show. It was a lot of comics. It was all comics from Michigan that were passing it down to each other. That's kind of. fucking awesome. Yeah. So we did that, and then um, we're doing that now. And it's going well because I started to, we started to implement better things, like a better scenic arrangements. We would have maybe like seven people at the show, just ten people, which is not bad for a New York City showcase, to be yeah. honest with you. And then we were, I was realizing that people would come in the back area, take a look. And then if there was no like hot seats to sit in, like where you know like third or fourth row, yeah, they would just leave. Yeah, if there's only the front row available, people do not stick around. Yeah, they're not gonna go. So I basically just made the front row a decoy row. So I just nobody's gonna ever sit there. Yeah, and I just added more seats. This is probably boring conversation. No, this is interesting. I added more seats behind it. With like barriers and like places to put drinks and shit, because then it, then all of a sudden then people getting, suddenly go like, oh, this is yep. and there's a safe place and the for more us to people stand. You have the more people come want to come in, mm-hmm. yeah, because it seems like a good idea. Yeah, like there's there's a hive mind to it because yeah. sometimes when you have four people in a room and then there's a group of five, they're like, oh, we don't want to be half of this room right now. Yeah, so we're not going to go in there. That's but if exactly twenty people in there. They're like, oh, we can just sneak in and. Because nobody wants to be a part of the show, man. Yeah. Most people do not want to be. And no, I, they just, I get so they pissed wanna off They want to watch it, comics, but they don't want to. So what do you, how do you get to know each other? Fuck off. Like, just, t- <laughs> like, when I I just, it blows my mind when, I, I'm probably sounding too pissy. It's the New York. This is all, effect, this is the, this is comic, the art cool. Eight minutes on a showcase. And comics are like, so what do you do for a living, man? It's like, what are you doing? Why, why, why are you here right now? What's the point of this? Like. I get it if they're talking or if you have something that you want to lead into, but like to just do crowd work on a showcase that you asked to do. God damn, man. It's just weird. do your bits. Do your bits. Yeah. Work on something. Get, I had some, that. I get had, some work done. I brought a couple comics uh, that'll remain nameless to this college. And I thought this was, I was super generous about this. I gave them a lot of money each. Nice. It was like a high paying gig. Yeah. And I gave them basically like $150 each. To just come and do ten minutes. Damn. Each. That's it. All you do, I'll drive, I'll pay for all the gas, I'll pay for all the food. Hundred and fifty bucks each. And what I'll do is I'll have you host, you do ten then you do ten, and then I'll go up and do forty five because it was like I needed to do an hour an hour of comedy. So they're like, That's cool, man. We show up and they just didn't advertise the show at all. And it was in one of those like walk by areas where it's like in between two buildings yeah and like the hallway yep so they were and it was nobody so it was like the break so they booked it in the wrong time 
where all the students were nobody no, no students were really in the school. Oh shit. And nobody knew about it because there was no advertisements for it. So it was literally me, <laughs> the two comics, the woman who booked me, the student, and the uh, the guy who set up the sound, and then two other students oh, man. sitting in this room. <laughs> and so I go to them, they're like they're like sweating, you know? And I'm like, All right, buddy, this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna host. I'm gonna do twenty minutes and then I'm gonna bring you up. And you're going to do 10. I'm going to come back up, do another 20, and then I'm going to bring you up and do 10, and then I'll close it out with another, like, 10. Yep. And that's how we're going to do the show. Yep. And both of these motherfuckers did crowd work and, like, oh, wa- walked around the room. It. One guy, one, one of them turns the TV on and goes, let's see what's on the TV over here. Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, 10 minutes is all I have. Just Leave me the two people I'm allowed to talk to in this room. <laughs> just leave those to me because I have to do 40 minutes of this. You have to just do 10. Do your stupid little bit about, the, not stupid little bit, like do the bit I like that I yeah. saw. Please just do that. <laughs> and then at one point, one of the comics stands up and if he hears this, he'll know who he is because I, I was so mad at him. He goes, this is crazy. You guys are here. Uh, he goes, if you knew we were getting paid for this, you wouldn't believe it. And I was like, <laughs> Fuck! Oh, I stood up and I'm like throwing my the the yeah guillotine signs to him. I'm like, no, dude, like don't. How dare you? To the person that booked me, say if you knew we were getting paid for this, like, you feel so stupid right fuck? now. What the fuck? I was so mad. It was just one of those things that I, you know, I was just. Did you guys the drive out? You have to drive back in the same car. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't. I was at the time mad, and then I was. You know how comics usually make fun of or resolve things, just making fun of each other. About oh yeah, it totally. Until, and then you yell at each other and like joke around, and then it becomes funny. As yeah, and opposed then you to guys like, are like fine real adult arguments, which is like it's not mostly, cool that you did that. You know, yeah. I really hurt my feelings that you would do that. If they do that, most of the time they're just like, I don't think uh, this person's going to be in my life or my friend anymore as much. <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people internalize it. No, just, that's so true. People, it's only take it. It's a, to, first of all that blows. Let me say that about that story. That fucking yeah, sucks. it sucks. <laughs> but it's that's not even the worst one. I've had so many horrible college experiences because it's like people they forget. It's students that book it and organize it. Yeah. And it's not like they're stupid, but they're just inexperienced in how that stuff works, which I, is why they're doing it themselves yeah, and not totally. having the staff do it. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it can be a nightmare. It's so weird. Say? I've never done, I've never done college though. Uh, I think I should, I guess I should reflect on that. But no, I was going to say it's weird because like I've only recently realized that like people, like it's like, it's actually like a healthy thing, I think, for people to be like, you know what? I'm not going to put these, allow these people to be in my life anymore. I don't think I've ever done that before. Like, I've had people who have been, like, really shitty, and I've been like, eh, we'll come around. Like, yeah, I, I, I am, I am, I hold, I never hold grudges. I haven't, I don't ever hold one either. I, I have maybe two people in my life that I never want to see again, because mm. um, they did something, like, really fucked up to me or something. Yeah. Well, I know they are. Uh, literally two people. But <laughs> besides that, man, if some if somebody could, unless you slap my mom, there's really not much you can do that's going to make me not want to be friendly to you when I see you. Yeah. I, of course, there's a lot of people that I'm like, I don't want to plan a lunch with this person yeah i, I mean never there's people that, who, yeah right i was just talking to talking to brookshire did the podcast recently i don't know if you know who that is just chicago comic brookshire and, yeah tucker brookshire and like uh has this web series going called untucked anyway um he uh he you like your eyes lit up like yeah. I, I just went straight to transgender uh untucked what untucked. is that like a thing well, t- there's okay. This is gonna sound so ignorant. No, like you know, the tucky, there's a tucking thing with like oh. that. But I was thinking nip tuck. Oh yeah, and then that untuck show. and the same thing made me think transgender for a second. Oh yeah, I no nip tuck. Not even close. It was but a fun show. That's it was a great show. When the misogynist doctor got breast cancer, dude. Ugh. <laughs> I mean, no, the, you know the episode I love the most. Which one was when he uh, got into a car accident 
in a Volvo, and they're like, and he had one cut, and they're like, can you figure out how that happened? Do you remember that? No. He had a, like the Volvo paid for him to come down and like figure out how how, it, how it the was actual so cut happened on his far fetched and outlandish, <laughs> but it was like I just liked that a lot. That show was just so it just the concept FX was knocking it out of the park back then. It was like, FX. Yeah, they had yeah oh, yeah because it was yeah. They had all these shows that were just like you couldn't believe that always they, sunny, always sunny. Yeah, and because that was around in the same time, they had another show called Starved, which uh, is amazing, and everybody should go watch it. It actually got canceled, which means it shows you. It wasn't it, that amazing. It wasn't. No, no, no. But here's the thing: it was too much for like. It was like it was about a bunch of people with eating disorders, and that was the whole concept of the show. So it was like more than even the FX audience could deal with at the time. Was it a docu series or was it like a? No, it was like a written. Scripted. It was like a scripted show, okay. and it was it was really good. Uh, but anyway, that show of just like let's take let's take a bunch of the concept of beauty and just like ruin it. Like every episode, let's just continue to ruin this idea by like hyper focusing on it. Was, yeah, I just, I just thought it was amazing. Like I'd never seen anything like that That's before. Interesting. That was, and it's always sunny as another good example. Like no one had ever written a show like that. Yeah, where it's just like everybody on the show is unforgivably awful. Like yeah, they. I like that so much. I love that. It's it's to me, it's like a modern Cheers. It's become the dominant kind of. It, it really is like the modern Cheers. It's become like a the dominant kind of humor. Um, that Jesus, I have a ton of messages on my phone. I'm sorry to be rude. It's okay. Holy I'll shit. check my phone too. It's all right. Uh, I mean. There we go. We're both important people. We probably ought to wrap up soon, actually. Okay, yeah, I'm gotta looking go. at it. You got to go do some. Uh, oh shit, man! We've been at this for almost an hour. All right. Um, well, Jeff, where can everybody? Where can my predominantly Russian and Indian audience? Uh, Is it really, <laughs> that, dude? I have. You can so find many... me on Instagram. <laughs> on the Instagrams, uh, I get, I get a, I get a bunch of listeners from the Russian Federation. Um, not the largest part of the audience, but I get Indians from India. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usually. Yeah, mostly. Uh, the Russian Federation, a bunch of people in Jamaica. I need to go do, I need, I need, I for real need to go to like Kingston, Jamaica and do like a tour or something because I have like so many people that they're going to be like, Brandon Lemon is here. <laughs> like, oh my God. It's so ridiculous. Either that or you might just have some bots that keep yeah. listening to your shit. That's true. <laughs> and then I've got, uh, the, some of my, I, because I used to run this comedy show over in France. I have like some people in Paris who really like this, like listening to my shit. So anyway, tell them where they can get after you. My most uh, active right now is Instagram, uh, J.R. Curie, J-A-R-C-U-R-I. And then I can do Twitter. I hate my Twitter handle because it sounds like I'm uh, bisexual. <laughs> and I didn't realize it until a booker was like, Are you bi? I'm like, no. Why <laughs> did you ask that? And she's like, because your Twitter handle. I'm like, what? My Twitter handle is Jeff R. Curious. <laughs> Because my last name is A R C U R I, so it's just O U S added to it. Arcuri, uh, you know. Oh, and that's so funny. I just don't want to change it. So I can't find my it. Twitter is at B L K B N R because I had this sh- this production Black boner. Yeah, that's what it sounds like, right? Yeah, absolutely. I that's had what this. It I like. had this. I had this production company back in Michigan called Black Banner. Yep. The, but that's yeah. You, you're like that's like the the uh, a new start from Arrested Development. <laughs> A N U S T A R T. When it's like, is your license plate say anus tart? Anus tart. Yeah, that's you did not think that one through. No, at not all, at all. Buddy. And so wow, people, you didn't focus group that at dude, all. You didn't at ask all. a single person, nope, did you? Neither did I. I'm like, Jeff, I'm like, curious. BLK, this is BNR, whatever. And so, like, all these, so it's, I think it's actually kind of helped me because, like, when I tweet at porn stars to, like, do the podcast, they're like, sure, Black Boner, I'll do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably worked with you before. Yeah. 
all right. Uh, well, dude, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, go, go crush. It's good to see you. Next time I see you, hopefully isn't a uh, fucking nine months. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'll, I'll see you. I'll come by Beauty Bar next time I'm in. Uh, I'm in New York. Cool. And I'll pretend right. I know you. <laughs> all right. See all you, right. Man. Take care. <laughs>